Welcome to Love Notes from a Soul Coach, the podcast where we don't shy away from the difficult topics. We dive deep and explore what it means to genuinely, authentically heal. I'm your host, Mary, and if you're ready, let's jump into today's show. Hello, friends. I didn't record the podcast last week. I took the chance over the 4th of July holiday to catch my breath and finish up the new website, which is officially up now, new and improved. You can check it out over at marywelch.com. And there's a beautiful gift on the homepage if you're interested. It's a free guided meditation for inner child healing. I find this is what so many of us are hungry for these days. So I chose this particular meditation as a free offering. There will be other guided meditations I'll be adding to the site for purchase, but inner child healing is, in my opinion, foundational to all healing because we all have a childhood we've come from where the root of our self-talk comes from. And for some of us, our deepest wounds are there our deepest misconceptions about who we are and what is actually possible for us. So when we learn to make contact with the inner child, the child that's still within us, when we learn how to love that part of us, how to be with it in the spirit of acceptance and kindness, everything else in our lives begins to shift. It really does. So please check this out on my homepage at marywelch.com. It's a free gift to you from me recorded with a 528 hertz frequency soundscape. Super relaxing and made with a lot of love. I also wanted to mention that I've received a bunch of really great questions from the Ask Me Anything portal on my site, which is still there. It's at the bottom of the about page. And I'll be featuring those. I'll be weaving them into the show again. But today, I'm going to share some personal writing that I penned last week about the holiday that just took place here in the U.S. A holiday I've been having some very hard feelings about. Maybe you have too. So I felt called to share, and I hope you'll find resonance with it. Okay. Here goes, and as always, everybody, thanks for listening. celebrate the 4th of July this year. I didn't host a party or go to a party or wander into town to sit on the hill and watch the fireworks launch over the river. I swept stray leaves from the back patio and watered a few of the houseplants I'd brought outside for the season and listened to an audiobook about Buddhist meditation on my headphones. I picked sugar snap peas and ate them fresh off the vine the best way and watched the last pink wisps of clouds fade to dull gray in the sky above my house. 
I thought about freedom and I thought about ignorance, big topics in Buddhism, big topics for the human condition. I thought about the lyrics to patriotic songs we were taught in grade school, lyrics we memorized and sang on bleachers without ever questioning their meaning or their relevancy. What a grand old flag, a high-flying flag, and forever in peace may you wave. I still remember the melodies to songs like these. They live somewhere deep in me, like papers in the way back of a filing cabinet. Something I never thought I'd need to revisit. Something I thought I understood but never really knew enough about in the first place, it turns out. Ignorance is a strange thing. It swaddles you and endangers you at the same time. It lulls you into believing, as the saying goes, it's all good, when actually, it's not. Nothing is all good. Nothing is all anything. There are nuances and complications. The more afraid or unwilling we are to open our eyes to the entire situation we find ourselves in, the less secure we will feel deep down. And yet, the ignorant younger times in my life were some of the happiest, I mean that in the shallowest, most fleeting sense of the word. They were the first dizzying sips of a strong drink before the room starts spinning and the queasy sting of regret kicks in. They were the hysterical, bright, beaming yellow yes that has no notion of no in it yet. Green lights all the way, even though there's no meaningful sense of direction to be found. Kurt Cobain sang, I think I'm dumb, maybe just happy. In my case, it was more, I think I'm happy, maybe just dumb. It's so hard to be both, wide awake and also content. Ignorance can feel like a false form of freedom, free from heavy thoughts, the dark underbelly, the reasons not to do the thing you feel so compelled to do. But there's a difference between being holistically, authentically free versus being spared the complexity or moral dilemma that comes with the terrain of a certain level of conscious understanding. My teacher used to say, freedom with, not freedom from. This meant cultivating the inner strength to be free with whatever was going on, no matter how challenging no matter how much aversion might come up. This idea of being free with what's happening instead of trying to be free from it means we don't have to reject our experience. It's a kind of freedom that transcends circumstances and that's what makes it so powerful and worth wanting for ourselves. As I've grown older, I've noticed there are different kinds of freedom and there are different kinds of happinesses. That first sip, effervescent, ever-fleeting, deeply ignorant happiness feels like an impossible kind, the kind that gets you into more and more trouble the harder you chase it. You can wind up following it like a butterfly right over the edge of a cliff without even noticing until you're groundless and cascading through bare air what you've done. On the 4th of July, I stopped by the grocery store for bananas and paper towels. For a moment, I forgot it was a holiday, but as soon as I walked through the sliding doors and grabbed a basket, 
I saw a table of cupcakes with red, white, and blue frosting and balloons tied to each corner and remembered. There were long lines of people buying soda and hot dog buns and big bags of chips. I saw a woman in a dress that was red with white and blue stars. I remembered one summer when I was in high school making a cake with my mom, covering it with Cool Whip, and then laying blueberries and sliced strawberries in neat little rows across it, like precious jewels safely nestled against the fluff of new-fallen snow. Have I been happy? Have I been dumb? Have I even begun to understand how much I don't understand about this country I call my home? I didn't sit out the fourth on purpose. It just kind of happened that way. When an occasion stops feeling like an occasion for me, it's not because I've stopped caring. It's because there's some part of me that can't bear caring any longer. I've put down the receiver, let the line go slack, sidelined myself. It feels impossible to participate. I don't know how to enter, where to stand. On Instagram, I caught a post listing all the reasons this country sucks listing all the reasons we have nothing to celebrate right now. Everything listed was valid, but also extremely depressing. And as I read, I couldn't help but think of relationship advice I heard long ago. If you want things in your relationship to improve, drop all forms of criticism. Shift into appreciation. Then I also thought about qualifying advice I thought about what all of this means if the relationship is abusive. When is it time to say, this is past repair, I'm out? And where do you go if you've reached that point? It's not so easy to bail when you're firmly strapped into a fast-moving car, ocean, on either side of you. Someone in the comments wrote, can't you give it a break today and just be grateful? Someone else replied in the author's defense, she has every right to be upset, and if you don't like it, get off this feed. Somebody else commented, One of the most patriotic things a person can do is take the blinders off and look critically at what needs to change within their country. Another paradox, the willingness to look critically without necessarily chucking our sense of appreciation in the bin. Is there room for both? For bothness in general? Freedom with? instead of freedom from? Is this an appropriate time for philosophical questions? Is the fast-moving car metaphorical anymore? Or are we literally hurtling toward the karmic reckoning we may have been walking toward all along here? Carolyn Mace gave an amazing talk once about spells, the spells that hold the collective under their sway. Like the idea, the belief, that we're independent or in charge of ourselves. The expectation that every time we turn on the faucet, drinkable water will come out. This is a spell that's already been broken for some people in the US who aren't safe to drink their tap water. She said, we've never been alive in a time when there have been so many spells breaking. When I heard this, a shiver went through me. It's true, so many spells have been breaking. And it doesn't feel good, does it? It's rather destabilizing, isn't it? It's hard to take the garbage out, 
tie our shoes, scrub behind our ears, remember to pick up bananas and paper towels at the grocery store, with all these spells cracking apart and crashing down around us, like the first boulders announcing an avalanche. The spell of holding a paper flag, standing on autopilot, on bleachers in my school's auditorium, singing words I'd memorized about a country whose history and reality I knew close to nothing about, that spell has been broken. The spell of feeling safe here, of feeling my rights are protected here, that spell has been broken. The spell of believing there's such a thing as common sense and that surely it's obvious to everyone living here that we have a horrific problem with gun violence which needs to be meaningfully addressed and changed. That spell has also been broken. So many spells breaking. So much ignorance being jolted awake with truth. So much of that young, fizzy, dizzy happiness evaporating. The celebratory mood. The will to work with paradoxes. But Carolyn May said something else that night when she lectured on spells. Something beautiful. Something I love. She said, Pray like you're crazy. Give heaven a chance to show up. That feels like the best thing we can do, perhaps. Not in place of activism or in denial of all that wants to be seen, acknowledged, understood, and transformed, but alongside that work. Let's pray like we're crazy and give heaven a chance to show us what it's made of. Thanks for spending the time with me today. And if you heard something that resonated, please consider liking, subscribing, and sharing this podcast so it can find its way to other ears out there. To learn more about my work and my latest offerings, visit me at marywelch.com or on Instagram at marywelchofficial. Till next time, friends.